all good in the neighborhood. So, Cedric. Welcome to a special edition of Through the Crate. Digging through cultural... Wait, why Why would you even do it that way? <laughs> Wait, that, no, I... <laughs> I wasn't doing the intro. I, I was no. literally just like... Yeah, I sound weird, guys. Sorry. You don't sound weird. You sound beautiful. You're beautiful. I don't sound like I'm talking, talking through a telephone. Oh. <laughs> we just put an effect on Cedric's voice to make him seem like he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that all? It's just a filter, right? It's just a filter. I'm right there. Yo, too. Yeah, what's just up? Just a plug-in, that's all. And what's up, y'all? This is Tressie. Uh, this is Cedric. And this is Ben. And I'm Johnny. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events of the hip-hop land? Let's get to it! Yes, I'm so happy that we did it that way. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, man. So... Uh, this is kind of a special edition of the uh, podcast because we've had um, we we had we had to get a, an episode in. We ha- we weren't actually going to record this week, huh? Yeah. No, I'm on vacation, but you know it's cool. It's all good, guys. <laughs> yeah. So Cedric's uh, uh, like soldier boy. He's kissing us through the phone. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you kissing us through the phone, bro. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Kiss me on the mouth. Hey, you guys should speak louder. I, I, I did not hear that shade there. Oh. oh. <laughs> all right, well, I, I'll have to turn need, up in. Look, dude, I need all the curses, okay? Oh. I need to hear everything. Okay. Right. Talk okay. about it. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're enjoying your vacation. <laughs> oh, thank you. I am. Nice. <sighs> all right, well, if you haven't caught some of the little subliminals there, uh, we are going to be talking about Pusha T. And Drake. Uh, we're going to talk about his album, and then we're going to go into the beef. So let's just dive right into it. Daytona was dropped. When did that even drop? I don't even remember. Last Friday. Last uh, Friday? Uh, yeah. Okay. So that dropped. 20-something. 27? Something like that? Okay. It, it's uh, the first of the five good music albums that are coming out. Exactly. Yep. And Every week. I just want to get like an overall tone, like just an overall thing from everybody. Let's just dive into that little, just briefly. Um, what about you, uh, Ben? Okay, uh, so <laughs> he's, he's like I, I forgot your name. <laughs> you the guy over there. I, I've, I, for whatever reason, I started listening to more Pusha T earlier this year, and I wasn't really thinking about this because this project had been talked about endlessly. Like, there'd been a lot of talk about Pusha T putting out stuff since he became, like, the head of good music. But um, it came out, and I was like, oh, this is tight. It was it felt more consistent than some of Pusha T's stuff that I'd heard before. Uh, it's it's kind of nice that it's a concise, like, short album. Mm-hmm. But it's it also feels too short. Huh. So, to me. Okay. But... It's good. It, it kind of, you know, has a, a few different tones as far as the way the songs go. And I think it it's kind of speaks to Push's versatility that he can do, you know, songs that have varying, like, styles. Okay. And it doesn't seem, uh, like, it doesn't feel forced like oh, some songs do. Oh, it does for do. sure, yeah. I agree. What about you, Seth? 
Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was definitely a short album. I was looking forward to this thing for a while because he came out with the prelude, which was supposed to be like a, an intro to this actual album. I think it was, that was like two years ago. Um, and I was so anxious for this album. And then it finally dropped. Um, and it's seven songs. I'm kind of like Ben, you know, I was, I would have loved a little bit more. Um, I did love the production on it. I mean, I feel like Kanye is definitely back in his bag when it comes to, you know, chopping up samples and, and giving you those really hard hitting, hard hitting beats with, uh, a lot of those unique sampled sounds, you know, and it's really gritty. Um, it kind of reminded me of, a, um, of a watch the throne with the, the way that they kind of put the, um, the, uh, Miss Engineer, you you probably know better, but the like uh, the filter on his voice to kind of give it that like grittiness. It's like yeah, in your face and punchy, mm-hmm. you know. And and it kind of reminds me of of Watch the Throne, how those kind of vocals were done on that one too. Um, and the beats were like they're definitely not pretty beats, you know. They're they're pretty gritty. Um, and I I love that shit. Like his his voice on those gritty beats. It's, it's perfect, you know, and, you know, kind of like what Ben said again, it's like, it didn't sound forced. He sounded very natural rapping on all these beats um, and making all these songs. So I enjoyed it. You know, I feel like it's too soon to be dropping around this, this classic thing that people are talking about. Yeah. People are talking, oh, classic, it's a classic. Instant classic. Like, calm down, dude. Let me, I know it's only seven songs, but Seriously. let me sit on it for a little bit, you know? Yeah. I kind of felt uh, the same way. Yeah. Um, for me, I thought that the album was like the beats were crazy. Like I, to be honest, like when I first I gave it one listen all the way through, and I was like, "This is trash," <laughs> because <laughs> but I was but I was only listening to the beats, and I was I wasn't really listening to what Pusha had to say. Like Pusha always sounds good on beats to me. Like he he I like his his rapper voice, but yeah. um, I I didn't really like. I, of course, I'm saying trash is is an uh, exaggeration, but I was just like I wasn't impressed. And then I Got gave it. it a couple more listens, and I was like, yo, these beats are fire. Like, the chops that he was doing, like, I had to actually listen and, like, figure out what's going on, like, with what he's doing in the chops and what he was putting together. I was just, like, blown away after giving it, like, another uh, two listens. And then also just hearing uh, Pusha in, like, in his bag, like, what he does best is talking about, like, the drug shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh, just yeah. fine. In a it's, very creative ways. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand how you could talk about the same thing over and over and, and find a different way to say it every time. Yeah. So, um, it was really dope. And I, I, to be honest, I thought he was kind of clear, uh, like, coming, like, he, he cut through the grit of the, of the, of the beats. That's just kind of what I felt, though. Like, I felt like his voice cut through. Like, yeah, there was a grit to his, the way that he was recorded, but I felt like he like he sat well on top of these beats. Like, it was, yeah. really, it was really dope. So, yeah, that's how I felt about Daytona. Like, I, 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 I kind of felt like a dumbass when I first, like, listened to it the first time. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Why do you think this shit was trash, trash? I knew, I knew you were going <laughs> to... I think it's probably because, like, everybody was like, the, all the hype around it. Like, I think and that's you probably... You want to be different, damn it. I, I no, I just was like I was listening to it like trying to not be influenced by what everyone was saying, and so that maybe I just took that too much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I had to actually too, like like right too far in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. I was like like trying to push push away everything, but I was like, okay, come on, Tress, let's get back to your center. Like we know who you are. You gonna you love these beats. Kanye West pump this thing, right? What'd you say? 
you were trying to Kanye West Trump this thing, huh? Yeah. All right, now uh, I'm, I do not like that analogy. Oh, okay. I'm not here right. for that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, no, you won't find me getting pulled over with a mag maga hat. I'm not letting like that's just. <laughs> I, I don't believe that'll let it so slide. It, so it. It's not liking Daytona the equivalent of wearing the hip hop MAGA hat. Like, is, is, is possibly. <laughs> You're such a dumbass. Do you think that's why a lot of people are struggling with this album and even with like Ye's album and liking it because of everything that's happening with Kanye? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely definitely is. I mean that 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 was something for me. Like, even though I know we weren't going to talk about this, but uh, Ye just dropped his album. Like, yeah. Kanye dropped his album. Ye. And I struggled with, like, even giving him my streams. You know what I mean? Like, I struggled with trying to figure out if I was going to listen to it. But I knew that I was going to have to listen to it and we'll probably have to talk about it at some point. So He's bipolar. He finally admits it. We were all right. Like, the yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, exactly. that, 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 that to me almost justifies, not justifies it, but it, it explains the craziness that's coming out of his mouth. Right. So, so I gave it a listen and that was done. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Daytona, that was dope. But then we got to talk about this last song on the on the track, um, or last song on the track, last song on the album, Infrared. So Infrared. This song, uh, pushes doing a lot of jabs at people. Yeah, mainly it's just like a cash money, you know, getting at them. Yeah, he's just trying to poke at him to come in and enter the ring with him. And, you know, talking about, like, it was written, but something like... with the Quentin wrote it. Yeah, but Quentin yeah. wrote it. Something <laughs> like that. That, uh, that opening, the opening to that song is so dope, how he equates, like, Drake and Cash Money winning in the rap game to Trump winning with help from Russia and Drake mm. getting help from Quentin Miller. Like, that was a dope little four-bar <laughs> intro to the song. Just, just throwing that out there. That shit was fucking cold. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, is is a lyrical beast when it comes to that kind of stuff. For sure, um, and and I think like after all of we'll get into the 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 entire beef and like the timeline of everything, but you start to appreciate infrared more when you hear everything else that has come out come out. Right. Um, I I think that that's also partially how I've been reacting to Pusha T music. Mm -hmm. Like like you said, you you listen to it the first time, and you're like, oh whatever, but like. After time, you start to appreciate it, and you listen to certain parts, and you're like, "Oh, this is good. This is like really clever wordplay," you know? Exactly. So, so, so I don't even know where to start. Let's. Uh... I mean, I mean, so this, you know, the, the infrared track, while it was definitely a jab and baiting, they've been going back and forth for so long. Like Pusha and and Cash Money and Drake have been going back and forth for so long. This. This shouldn't have come as a surprise for anybody in Cash Money or anybody or or Drake. Like you guys have been throwing shots at each other since was it two thousand and well since for Cash Money has been since like two thousand six. Yeah, and and so with Drake, it's been I mean since he damn near first came out because he was with Cash Money. So mm -hmm. I mean, so it, it seems like it started with what happened to that boy. That's the that's the track that that everything started with, um, right? Because so, they didn't get paid for that song. Apparently, that's that's allegedly what happened. So that nobody got paid for the beat, and so now that's that's why Pharrell has never worked with any other Cash Money uh, affiliates, I guess. Exactly. Um, so what happened to that boy was a song with with Birdman, 
and featuring the clips. Right. Uh, Pharrell produced the song, and, you know, history has told that uh, they never got paid for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody has, like, come out and said we didn't get paid, but no one also came out and said we did get paid. Right. So it's um, kind of, like, in, up in the air. So that's why I say allegedly they didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And so... Go ahead. On top of that, you know, Pharrell was wearing vapes back in the day before it was cool. And I guess Little Wayne popped up with some vape stuff. Yeah. And that was a problem. And they did uh they did a, a song uh Mr. Me Too. Mr. Me Too, there we go. Yeah. And so in that song, um like I didn't at the time I didn't know that that was a diss I just thought it was like a general Me, like that was a diss to Little Wayne I just it was a diss song. apparently it was either. a diss <laughs> diss track I didn't know that because it was a, a hot track. song it's <laughs> a good song was, right I gotta go back song. and listen to that now <laughs> <laughs> so it was a dope song and that came out just because like you know Wayne was on the cover of something wearing a bunch of bait and so they made this whole thing about it and I think after that song came out. Was it this at this point that Wayne tweeted out "fuck Pusha T and anybody that loves him"? No, 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 no. That was after Exodus. Uh, Exodus twenty three one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then after Mister Me Too, what happens after Mister Me Too? I can't remember, but I guess he just keeps jabbing. I guess Pusha T just kept jabbing from that point on. Like yeah, um, and then drop Exodus twenty three one. Are we skipping anything? Uh, well. Drake came back at him. A oh yeah, times. we are skipping something. Yeah. yeah, Drake came back at him. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember this song because he he had a song in um More Life where he he mentions Pusher and like questioning his oh his yeah background. yeah two birds one stone yes exactly two birds yeah. one stone so uh but so, this yeah. was like even before that yo like this like they have literally been taking jazz at each other since. Like Drake's second album. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just we've been seeing it get more explicit, and it goes from like one line to a whole song kind of thing. Right. So, but like w- one thing that I love is that is that Pusher was on. He he's been doing a press run, like doing interviews with everybody. But like hearing the insides of like, oh yeah, you know, I definitely heard him take jazz with me in a few songs here or there. So like. We may not be having our yoga pants on sometimes with these rappers. Like they might actually be taking jabs at each true. other. That's okay, true. You know that we may not even catch half the time. Right. That is true. But I still don't believe in the Big Sean Kendrick beef. But anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we want that. <laughs> I mean, we all know who's gonna win that one. But uh, <laughs> so. So then, so that happens. So then, I guess after two birds, the birds one stone, he drops Exodus twenty three one. It goes after no, no. everyone. That was earlier. That was earlier. Exodus twenty three one was was earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two birds one stone came a few years later. Okay. Well, I got my timeline all fucked up then. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then there's there's another one. I we can't skip past. Uh, Pusha T put out um. HGTV. Oh yeah, HGTV. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was a short track and it was kind of like it just existed like outside of stuff because yeah. I don't think it was ever on an album or anything. I th- I think it was actually before he released uh, "My Name Is My Name." I think or whatever. What it that? might be before "Darkest Before Dawn." Darkest I think I I think it came out before "Darkest Before Dawn" 
And I remember there was a video for it that was completely insane. It was like a yeah. vertically shot video. And you, it was like one of the first vertically shot videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, it the camera just kind of rotates. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Over. And yeah, it, was really, it was really just four bars in there, Drake. It was really just these four little bars that were, that were talking about Drake. But again, that's all it takes. Like, these guys aren't, like, they were never really making, like, big songs, explicit songs about it. It was just a jab here, jab here, jab there, jab there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it, like, one thing that's funny to me about this beef, too, is, like, Drake inherited the beef. No, he did. <laughs> and just exactly. to clarify, uh, sorry, not to cut anybody off, but yeah. to clarify, HGTV came out before King Push, which is King the Push. album. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, just to give you, like, that, that one came out before, because then he, he also dropped, uh, Drug Dealers Anonymous around that same time, I believe. So, anyway, just had to get timeline right, because I, I did my Googles. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it is interesting that Drake inherited the beef, like, I think it's funny that, you know, like, you roll with a crew, you inherently just gotta, you gotta, you gotta jab at people, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Um... And part of that, I think, is it, it's funny to me because uh, Drake could have just taken a an approach of like not confronting it. True. He t- he totally could have. He's one of the biggest rappers out there today. Like whatever right. push. I mean, you you steal drugs, but I'm the best rapper and I'm a rapper. Like <laughs> he could have just like <laughs> right ignored right. It. So then. After HGTV, and then um, what what happens after that one? I forget. I think uh, we basically end up where we are here today because yeah. Infrared comes out as part of the album, and we know that Drake's working on his next album because mm-hmm. uh, he's put out. He already put out a single, and there's a lot of anticipation for it. So. There were some thoughts like, oh, well, you know, he's probably going to drop another line in his new album, right? Because that's what's been happening, a line here and there. And then suddenly Drake does a very Drake thing, with, which is just he puts out a song to stream. He, right, he responds. Right. This is very much like his uh, Meek Mill beef. Definitely. like I feel like it's almost identical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? He came back quick. He right. came back quick, you know? And, and he thought he, he could just end it end it and push T's career and just straight Meek Mill him with the one with just like one knockout punch. Yeah. I feel like he was a little um overzealous. <laughs> like a little um confident. Uh, I think that he just had the history of like, oh I know I can just like put this thing out and that'll just be the conversation. And he when Drake dropped the Duffy freestyle, like it was That's what we're talking about by the way. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't that Bad, you know, it was no. it was good enough to have a conversation, or whatever. But then was Push yeah. was like, Push was like, "What would Meek Mill do?" And he just right. responded. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? That that I mean, since since you said that, what what would Meek Mill do? And then and then uh, he actually did better than what Meek Mill did. It's like he actually learned from from Meek Mill's mistakes, right? So. But I think we're getting away. From, wait, I think we're getting away from. We, I think we have to give Duppy Freestyle some credit, though. Okay. Like we. No, Duppy was dope. Duppy was dope. To, yeah. Like, I mean, like he, knowing that what we know right now with the story of Adidon, like 
it definitely like puts Duppy down in the dumps. But we gotta like before we knew about a story of Adidon, we have to understand that like that Drake shit was fire. Like he came out like if you start off you start off a fucking freestyle like so if I did this (laughs) if I were if I wrote verses for your man's what do you think about like what do you if if you think that somebody's uh, write my shit like. What do you think about your man's? You know what I mean? It was it was very valid criticisms. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, because uh, everybody knows that Kanye West is a collaborative artist. Right. Right. And uh, I think that part of the reason why we kind of give Kanye a pass and we don't give Drake the same pass is because um, Kanye is kind of a a one stop shop kind of rapper, right? If Kanye West wanted to put out um, like a little EP, right? He could do it entirely by himself, right? But Drake, it, Drake isn't Drake. It's like Drake is Drake and Forty kind of thing, right? Know? I, th- I, th- yeah, Drake is, but also Drake is claiming to be a top five rapper. And Thank you, you. Can't... I, I was about to say that, but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's a little different. It's yeah. a little different, right? You know, because because Kanye's not out here saying I'm the best rapper. You know, he he's, he's saying, saying I'm, I'm I'm the greatest artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's a difference. Like in hip hop, like you got to write your line. You right. got to write your rhymes if you want to be considered top five. We've always talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. We've always made sure that people understand what our position is on that. And I think Pusha is saying, well, if you want to be top five, you need to write your rhymes, and you can't keep claiming this shit. And I'm not gonna let you run around claiming this shit. Yeah. Acting like right. you 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 write your own shit all the time because so people you write think, your um, verses. Like we all know that you, other people can write your hooks. Hooks are, are are fair game, but if someone is writing your words, your lines, something that you making me believe in, it's a rap. Like I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's an asterisk? Say by, again? So do you think there's an asterisk by Drake's name right now as yes. far as like this beef goes? Like, can you give him one hundred percent credit for that doopy freestyle? Knowing that he has ghostwriters, do we know for sure that that's his lyrics? Because mm. when it comes to beef, beef is lyricism, mm-hmm. beef is words and rhymes, and like it's usually just a battle to see who's the supreme lyricist. Right. So, can you give Drake credit? Let's say he were to like body push a T, which I really doubt is going to happen, mm-hmm. but let's just say for argument's sake that he does, is there an asterisk by his name because he has writers for him? Yes. Well, um, Depends, but I feel like he wrote this. I yeah, I think that he wrote this because Drake can write raps, but yeah. Drake's whole approach is like the business of rap. This is why he puts out these, you know, these songs. That's why he's a pop artist. You know, he puts out music that is uh, easily consumed by the masses, and he 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 does this whole approach where he won't look at something like I need to make the most authentic music for myself or whatever. He's like, I need to make the best music. Right. And if somebody comes up to me with an idea, I'm going to take it. If I hear a song style, I'm going to make a song like that. You know, right. he comes out with a song like Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's the one I'm thinking of, right? Hotline Bling? Yeah, because that was, that was based on... Um, Cha-Cha Slide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, that was a huge song, but it wasn't really original. And exactly. it's kind of one of Drake's things. He 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 melds himself and he molds himself to these different things. Like, how does how does someone that does look alive do um what's that? Uh for 
What's nice that? for what? Nice for what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, like how does the same person do those songs? Right. But that's what Drake does. Exactly. He he's a kind of a chameleon in that in that way. Uh, I, I I I don't know, y'all. I, I have to say, there's always going to be doubt for whatever he does. Um, and that, that's one thing I have to give me credit for. He, you know, he definitely may have lost the the war on that, but he he always and forever will impact Drake by exposing the reference tracks and the whole ghostwriting thing, you know. And and something that I feel like is really overlooked is. Not just the fact that there was a ghost writer and that there were reference tracks, but the, the style of the rapping and the reference tracks and how that has really impacted Talk Drake's style it. moving forward. Like, even how Drake would do the, the, da 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 yeah. Like, the little yeah ad lib and all the, like, his whole style. Like, that came from Quentin Miller. Like, he was not rapping like that before, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Like, he was not making songs like that. Um, so it's, for me, it's 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 hard for me to say without any doubt. Yes, Drake wrote this because there's been doubt put into it. Yeah. So whenever he does anything now, it's like, well, he could have, he could not have. We don't know. Right. Um. And so I feel like it's just his his credibility is shot, and in hip hop, that is fucking one of the most important things to have. So exactly. Mm-hmm. I so feel like I mean, we talked about that on the last episode or something like that when we were talking about like how you need to protect the legacy of your credibility like you like it may be that like everyone gets help in hip hop cuz i'm pretty sure that like you know music is a collaborative thing like you you everyone gets help here and there like if you even tell somebody to change one word and they do it you could be considered a writer on a song however being able to understanding what hip hop is and what the culture is and and how you are viewed being able to protect your legacy like that is one thing versus like like I just feel I feel like Drake was careless with that. You know what I mean? Like having that 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 reference track get out there like that is is crazy because you've never heard of a reference track like that for Jay-Z, for Kendrick, for Cole, for any of the like people that we actually revere as top writers. So I think it's it's very um I feel like like you got to be careful with that shit, and I feel like he's not careful. He wasn't careful with it, which means he didn't really care about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I mean, just on this whole thing of like Drake's. Are you work? outside, Cedric? Because <laughs> we can hear everything. We could hear planes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, oh, yeah. Ben. So, uh, the 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 volume of I shouldn't have said volume, but like the amount of songs that Drake puts out, it's like partially a result of him, you know, having a team that works on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, how does somebody put out so many songs? I think Drake actually just eclipsed like, uh, what was it, like Elvis? For an amount of songs? For the amount of songs to hit like top 100 <laughs> What are you something. doing, Cedric? <laughs> yeah. Well, just edit it out later. You're fine. <laughs> all right, I can't edit it out, but all right, I'm not. I, we don't edit on this podcast, but go ahead. It's raw, and exactly, <laughs> we don't have any reference podcasts. Oh, talk about <laughs> it! Damn. Talk about it! Hey, <laughs> ain't no reference tracks for us, nigga. Uh. Uh. <laughs> edit it out later. But, uh, but, you know, back back to the topic of ghostwriting and Drake and and uh, Duffy freestyle. Um, 
you know, he, he did make one really big mistake, though. He, uh, he mentioned Pusha T's fiance. Yes. He, yes. he not only mentioned her, but he, he name-dropped her. Name-dropped her in a trash-ass bar. <laughs> in, like, one yeah. of the worst bars. So I feel like that was almost calculated. What on on Drake's part? Yeah, man. Drake. By his team, by the by the by the sweatshop. <laughs> by the Drake, sweatshop. It, it's like Pusha T talks about it, and it's like you look back and you're like, yeah, it's kind of like a garbage line, you know? Yeah, it's it garbage. Necessary, but he he did a thing where he mentioned, uh, you know, Pusha's fiance, and mentioning the person you're with is not. It's not unprecedented in rat beefs, yeah. But it's always been one of those things where, like, oh, that's when stuff went crazy. Yeah. When, when like, it's a Tupac faux pas. was talking about faith, you know, or when, mm-hmm. um, like, Jay Z was talking about Nas's wife yeah. and stuff. Like, that was we all look at that. It was like, oh, that's when things went crazy. That's yeah. when it escalated like crazy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what happened here. Drake mm-hmm. threw out this bullshit line, but if he remembered his hip-hop history, he he would have known that that was what the, you don't yeah. do. I mean, he he did the same thing with Meek Mill. Remember when he was like, is this you, Is this yeah. a world tour or your oh, girl's, girl's tour? Oh, your girl's tour, yeah. And... Oh, damn. I was like, I, I when Ben said that, I was like, what what's the line? When did he say Nikki? But uh, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, for sure. That's for some real shit. Yeah. Um, go but, ahead, yeah, I mean, name Name dropping... Uh, you're just asking for it, you know? And I thought it was very interesting that he, he dropped that one name. And if you listen to Pusha's response, which came a few days later, it was called uh, uh, The Story of Adidon. He name drops a lot of Drake's people. Yeah, he name drops not everything. Only, he, he goes in. He not only talks about people in Drake's circle, but he name drops them. He uses their name. He uses his dad's name. He uses the mom's name. He uses the son's name. He uses the baby mama's name. Like, mm-hmm. he's using the names. So you know, okay, the government. you don't drop my, my, my girl's name, I'm dropping all your names, dog. Yep. So, yeah, let's get into the story of Added On, and then I have one topic I want us to talk about uh, after that. Um, so, story of Added On was vicious. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was... A headshot. It was a kill <laughs> shot. It was oh, so you you want you want smoke? We got smoke over here. Then mm-hmm. it was almost like Pusha baited him with infrared so that he would drop Duffy so that he could drop this. And he yeah. says he's got more info. There's some strategic right. moves right there. Strategery, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, some... I, and, and what's what shows the strategery for me? Strategery. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't really think infrared was bait because they've been going back and forth for so long. I think maybe they, he's been baiting him for for a forever. while. Like you know, yeah. But there's a line um, in the album where he says, uh, "Fuck." See, I brought this shit up, and now I don't fucking remember. I think I know you where you're going with it. If you want me to take over, um, yeah, do it. It's uh, there's a line where he says, "I'm not gonna tap dance for Mammy." Or some shit there like that. Uh, right, exactly. And, and then the cover art for Story uh, of Adidon. For Adidon is in a blackface. Yeah. So this is crazy. Drake <laughs> and, and the Pusha and, was sitting on that picture. Yeah. Oh yeah. He <laughs> must have been sitting on that picture for a while. But he uh to have been. it's crazy. So, 
So, I mean, you know, okay, story of added on, in case you guys have been living under a rock forever, Pusha T's response, the cover art for it is a picture of Drake in blackface, smiling, with some Jim Crow-looking wear on him. Um, and it's and not only is Drake in, in blackface, um, but it's also to the beat of the story of OJ, which, you know, oh. in that music video, the, the artwork for that video from Jay-Z's original song um, was pretty much Jim Crow. Minstrel-ish. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, so he's kind of tying this whole thing together um, with the picture and the and the beat. And then, um, yeah, yeah, freaking murdered him. Like, it, it was not the most lyrical diss I've ever heard, but it was one of the most vicious disses I've heard in a very, very It didn't need time. to be lyrical, though. It, it, again, it was surgical, as he said. Like, I think it just, he just needed to, to get some shit out, you know? Yeah. I, I think that rap beasts almost exist as, in, a, in a weird way because, yeah. like, Ether is one that I, I think of, and Nas is barely even rapping in that song. He's just, it's just like insults. He's talking shit. To, <laughs> right. Yeah. Insults to a beat, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> one it, thing, th- this, I gotta say one thing about this picture that was so bad about it. It was like Drake took that picture. It wasn't like Photoshop or whatever. No, yeah, it was a he thing took that it. happened. Right. And it reminds me of uh, years back when Lil Flip was beefing with T.I. Mm. Lil Flip uh, at a concert, I think he had a, a picture of this like um, a starving child in Africa. He was like, oh, look, this is T.I. It was like, T.I. skinny, whatever. Yeah. But uh, on one of Lil Flip's old album covers, he was dressed like a leprechaun. Because oh god! Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh god! And it was like, what? You actually dressed like this? Like you actually did that? Like it's so much harder because you say, yeah, like, like you you decided you made the choice. Yeah. The, the one one of the things about rap beef, if you if you say something like, oh, you're you're square and you're lame, mm-hmm. it's like okay, you can say that about anyone. But if you're like, oh, we know that you rented that car when you did this, it's mm-hmm. like, dang, you know that hurts a little more because you know it's right. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely like a blemish on his career. Just because, you know, you can't really run away from something that you actually that you made a choice to do, mm-hmm. and this and especially in the times that we're living right now, like this this is I feel like the picture hurt just as much as the the lines in in like it was it's such a great package that story of Adonon came in, and uh, I mean if you if, just going back to I don't think I don't know do you guys think that uh, this this um, that this this beef, this picture, this whole like he hasn't responded back yet. Do you think that he's out of here? You think that Drake's done no. out in these streets? Well, no, he no needs way. to definitely no think really hard now on what he's gonna, how he's gonna respond. Right. Because this was like you said, like push, like put a package together with mm-hmm. that. Like it's just one big giant fu to him, you know. Like, I mean, it's almost like this is a rollout because of all right. the press that he's doing, <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he yeah. had his album come out. Like, it, it's just like it's it's perfect. Yeah, like Pusha T's timing on everything right now is perfect. Too. Yeah, like time is on his side for yeah. sure. I, so I just is, think this is one of those things where he could have possibly have done permanent damage, not just to Drake as the artist, but Drake as the brand. And mm. the, oh yes, as as a as a money generating machine. Uh, I mean, you know, he talking about his son, who Drake apparently was going to be talking about on his new album coming out, just completely took the way out of those sales. You know, there's been rumors that, you know, I've been excited about Drake signing to Adidas. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, there's some rumors about Drake signing to Adidas, and we all know Kanye and Pusha have deals with Adidas, and somehow they probably got some info about who what was up and coming. Right. And find out Drake was going to have a line with Adidas, and he dropped he dropped that information out. Right. So. So it's I mean, like messing this, up his money this, now. This is messing up his Terribly. money too. You and that, know? that's and his that's, whole brand. So this is this is this is bad. This man. is serious. <laughs> it's serious. Yeah. And I I think about when Remy Ma was ta- beefing with Nicki and was like, the only reason why I had to come for her so hard is because she over here trying to fuck up my money. Mm-hmm. And right. Nicki apparently was trying to fuck up her money behind the scenes. But now Pusha's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like I'm right here. Like you wanted this smoke. I'm fucking up your rollout. Um. I think it's funny that he talks about how he wants to roll out an Adidas line with his son, like when he tells us about his son, and that we he and that pushes keeps going on and on in, in uh, interviews about uh, how we can't know about your son unless we got a sweatsuit coming with it. And I, I understand his sens- sentiment with that, but at the same time, Drake is a, is a celebrity. And if you don't want people knowing about your kid, I feel like that is your right. Like, I don't know. I mean, I understand that there's hey, this. You know, I, I I just gotta say, I can understand that. But part of what Pusha says is Drake throws everything out there. You yeah. know all about his parents. You know about his dad and his freaking Steve Harvey suits because Drake <laughs> puts that all out there. Yeah, and yeah. so suddenly this you have an offspring and you don't say anything about it, it's like, yeah, Drake, we got to call you out on that. Well, I, I just think about That's it too. That's a good too. point. No, That's yeah, a good it's, point, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a good point. I just think about it in the sense that like social media and everything is just so fucked up nowadays. Like my sister, she's not famous, but she doesn't want anybody putting pictures of her son anywhere on social media. Like just because I, she wants him to be clean, like whenever he wants to be on that, like it's whatever. Like, and... I understand that. Like, why subject your kid to the dumbest shit in the world, which is social media nowadays? Um, Good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, 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 he but, was gonna but, do but. it. He was gonna do it when it was financially uh, beneficial for him. Right. But <laughs> I mean, allegedly, it, it was okay. <laughs> allegedly, but um. So yeah, I, I understand both sides of that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I get I get the fact that you want to roll it out with like with the sweatsuit. And like to me, I feel like that could also be like I'm dedicating this to my son type of thing. There could be that the aspect of it too. So there's always two sides yeah, to that. Yeah, just, yeah. I think Cedric's got a good point. A it's just, he's all about the business and he was no, like, he is. Let me find I, but I'm giving how... the benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry that I understand both sides and you guys just want the messy shit. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Shit. It's not man. No, Drake's a bum. It's okay. <laughs> well, now then, there's like shit like, going. What gonna... makes it worse for me is he's he's doing press releases instead of releasing music. Right. I I don't want a damn press releases. A fucking he had to rap do a beat. press. I think that he took the L. Like to be honest, Drake took the L when he released the uh the that fucking notepad shit on IG yeah. about the picture. Like you should have came back with bars or nothing at all. Right. You know I, what I mean? I agree with that. He should have kept his so guy's name out of it too. You know what? Let's yeah. Let's dive in a <laughs> little bit into up. his into his his explanation because I thought it was really interesting that he had to do a press release explaining how the photograph was an artistic expression of being a black artist struggling to be accepted as yourself and getting roles. Right. And yeah. I'm like, okay, Drake, that's that's fine and dandy, bro, but 
when when have you ever talked about this in your music? He's never talked about black issues ever. Right. The only but time like, he's ever it, said it is when he says it's black excellent, but not excellence, but not if it's me. He said that in that some. Was, that was recently. Yeah. Like he's so, never talked about any type of social issue ever in his music. It's just part, so, which I say is part of the brand of Drake. Keep yeah. it, keep it superficial. Well, Try not to get too controversial. Yeah. So it's very interesting. But if he had, but if he had, like, so if 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 Drake had been talking about social issues, and then this picture popped up, would any of your views about this artistic expression be different? I think that it, I think that it would be different because if you're yeah. someone like Nas. You know, we know what we know what your intention is. We never knew what his intention was. Yeah. Think of this one. Go ahead. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, I I think I would I would have a different. I it would be different. Like the thing is, like I I kind of compare it to. I know this is probably a stretch. We can put the yoga pants on if we want to, but you know how Roseanne had that picture of her dressed up as Hitler and putting gingerbread. Uh, cookies in an oven. We know what her intention is because we know she's racist as fuck. Mm -hmm. And so you dressing up like that is bad as fuck. You know what I mean? With Drake, we don't know your intention. We don't know because you, you've you never said anything about these things. So you being in blackface is me. I just understand it as being an offensive. Now, if you had been talking about things before then I and then you do that, I would I would want to look further into why you did this. But the fact that you don't do shit for our community, but give out money on a video, <laughs> you know what I mean? In Florida, not even—I don't know. Like it's—it's it's kind of—I don't know. It, it makes—it makes it look bad. It makes it looks worse. I have to say, Drake's camp is usually as as tight as a virgin's vagina. But <laughs> on on this instance, they they were loosey goosey. Yeah, like, they—I they, don't I think mean this. This is sloppy. This, this was the this is sloppy, you know. This the was fact the fact that the picture even got out. Right. It's sloppy. For think, someone who's worth so much money. Right. And but I think I think it's 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 I just feel like this is something they've never really had to deal with before. Like they've never like maybe they've they've been able to quote unquote scare people into not doing things because there's lots of uh reports of Drake's team being very uh threatening. To like maybe women that he's been with and stuff like that. Like, hey, if you do this, like you, you say this, then whatever. I'm sure they got any NDAs up the asshole for that. But right. you know, it, it it's definitely a blemish on his career. It's definitely a blemish on on his record. And uh, I I'm very curious to see what happens that going forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Go ahead, Seth. No, there's you know there's been a lot of stuff coming out recently reports and such and i'm sure it's going to keep changing as time goes on but right. you know he puts out the press release there's reports that um he has been paying child support since the son's been born and right. even before that he was giving the chick money yes. you know um there's words that there was a paternity test already there's words that it was like it's, all these things are kind of up in the air but you know all these reports coming out after the fact it's like they're just leaks from from ovo trying to clean up drake's name and his image and it's Mm -hmm. And it's like I, I don't want to hear none of that shit. I want to hear bars, right? You know, I want to hear bars. I don't want to hear press releases. I don't want to hear rumors and speculation. Let's hear it from the camel's mouth, Drake. What do you have to say? I think I, but but what I'm thinking is I don't. This is kind of what irks me about Drake. I feel like he's forgotten about the hip hop community because if he didn't, if he hasn't 
like if he didn't forget um like if he had us in mind or like the real hip hop community like I feel like he would have done better to like respond or do something like this like or maybe not actually maybe I'm stretching that that's yoga pants right there <laughs> Because I was just thinking about like how he's not he's not doing he's not doing well enough to he's only protecting the brand he's not coming back with the bars but the reason for that I would say is because that's his fucking money you fucking with mm-hmm. his money like he's got to protect the brand he's got to do that so so I just had to think that out through <laughs> on Mike <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, a couple of things I wanted to bring up too is that I'm just gonna play devil's advocate for this one um, because going back to Daytona. Um, or just, like, with Daytona and the story of Adidon, all of that stuff. So Pusha T, like, once said, or he said in an interview, like, once Drake said his wife's name, all bets were off, right? Um, but there's a little bit of hypocrisy in that statement because um, he's using Bobby Brown's ex-wife's picture as his mm-hmm. as his uh, album art. And mm-hmm. Bobby Brown is not happy about that. Well, he has no right to be upset because he's a fucking enabler to begin with. <laughs> so fuck Bobby Brown. Yeah. It's still his wife. It's the, there's Talk still, about it. There's still, there's still things there. But um, yeah. to me, I feel like there's a little bit of hypocrisy because Bobby Brown said he wanted to slap Kanye for doing that. Uh, and Pusha T I is like... slap Bobby Brown for it to Whitney. <laughs> Thank you. But exactly. Bobby Brown... <laughs> I mean, I understand. But um, again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Uh, it's a it's a good point, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? no, it's a really good point. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, well, I'll I'll take this thing and use it, and it's 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 it was Kanye's thing, and he wanted to use an impactful picture, but it's not even related to anything. It's not. I mean, it, it kind of is. Daytona's an album named because named after a watch, right? And talking about drugs, and somehow we have a picture of Whitney Houston, like well, because her, of the cocaine and. Crack the whole thing is supposed to be like the the impact of of like drugs on society. That that's that that was the explanation in a nutshell that I kind of grasped from how he said Kanye explained it to him. You know, I feel like, like the if the album drugs. was more reflective on that, because you have a lot of rappers that had these songs where they're suddenly like, "What have I done to my community selling yeah. these drugs?" Push is just not really that guy. No, he's he's he just <laughs> no, talks. No, he's not. His his brother is though. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that was one thing I loved about Malice. If you go back to old clip stuff, he actually had introspective, like, oh, I'm killing my community in his bars. Yeah. But Pusha T is just clever with it. Well, I, that's why I was just trying to say that, like, it's because Pusha's Pusha's telling me not telling me, but saying that like it's not oh okay that Bobby Brown wants to slap Kanye, but. I mean, that was the love of his life at a, at a period of time. And you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, how are you going to say that? But all of a sudden, somebody just mentions your wife's name and you go for their whole life and their whole brand. So I just think it's kind of hypocritical. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can see that. Uh, but I mean, you know, Bobby Brown don't have two legs to stand on. And I mean, <laughs> they got $85,000 for it, so... But no. yeah, I mean, it is it is licensed. <laughs> well, I, no, he did. They didn't get it. The artist that took the picture, got it. 
I really, took yeah. the picture down it? Yeah, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm Bobby. Good, good for that artist. I that, that picture. Huh? I, I, like, I'm kind of confused by who I that has the rights so to that picture. It's the photographer that has it. Who let the photographer in? Well, it's probably used for public use in some shape or form. I'm just so curious. like, Who took the picture and then like... Because if it was, like, the cops or something, like, why would the cops sell it? I, nah, I I, I, like, it's just like when, um, when ta- like, the, the paparazzi takes a picture, they can sell yeah. a picture of you. So, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. But who let the paparazzi in, in kind of thing? Who knows? The police. Uh, but- right. <laughs> it's got to be the police. I mean, it, yeah. The paparazzi's thing where well, they can do that by law is because you're in a public place. Yeah. Right. So that, that's that, a private. That was our house. Yeah, that was her house. So, you know, somebody had to get in the house and get the pictures. So. But it's licensed to, to a specific photographer, and they paid that specific photographer to get it licensed globally. globally so right. That's how right. that happened. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There that's, you go. that's our brief minute on copyright law. All <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a what now? That's our brief minute on copyright law. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I just... This whole thing has been very entertaining. I don't understand why people are like saying that. Like, there's there's a uh, a guy on my uh, Twitter feed that just I love I, I love him to death, but he's a troll like a motherfucker. He calls this uh, rap vegetarianism because it's not beef. Uh, and I just feel like it is beef. Like I think it's beef. That's kind of clever though. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had one this isn't beef? general thought about beef. Like whenever you have a beef like this. The whoever's a bigger artist has more to lose, right? And typically, the bigger artist doesn't lose because they you get to be the big bigger artist be, by having skills as right. a rapper, right? But man, Drake has he's at the point where he had so much to lose, and mm-hmm. he he really he really got killed on this just partially because he was rap's nice guy, and you can't like have this story going out about the kid and like this this blackface seemingly like um making fun of the culture that he's used you know to become huge right same reason why I don't like post malone but anyway um <laughs> so the so question for you guys yeah what do you guys think is next for drake like like what what gets him back to evening up the series Mm. He's gonna what switch. What can he do at this point? He's gonna switch to Khaled mode. My son is my life. Yada yada yada, and all will be forgiven. Yep, basically. You think so? Yeah. I think that 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 yeah, that's he's, a- he's gonna put his album out, and it's gonna sell because despite what we're all saying here, he does have a young crowd. We're kind of not in his age range, right? And they're gonna love him regardless. So he, it'll probably do well. As far as like in the charts, so that'll probably be his response if he doesn't choose to respond at all to everything right. that Push had put out. It, I, I mean, it's the the Drake stands are already saying like, "Who is Pusha T? I've never heard of him before this." Right. And yeah. if you don't know who Pusha T is, you're not a hip hop fan. Like you just, I don't, yeah. I don't understand who you are. Right. I, I think that's also an interesting thing about this. Pusha T's been a signed artist for well over a decade. Right. And consistently I think putting sixteen years, bro. Sixteen. Yeah. Consistently putting out music. And there was so little to hit him with on these on these tracks. Right. He says he has no skeletons. <laughs> oh, he shouldn't say that. It's, like every it like, seems like anybody got that skeletons. says that publicly, they're gonna find something on you. <laughs> but the way that, the I way mean, that he did this, I mean, beef, he was part of a federal indictment, so I'm I sure know. any skeletons may have come out during that. 
How did you right. get in a beef with a with a former drug dealer and come out looking like the bad guy? That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> True. <laughs> Man. Oh. All right. I don't well. know. I mean, because a I lot mean, of hip hop so. stems from that lifestyle, right? Yeah. You know, so like to the hip hop head, it's like they get where he's coming from. Whereas Drake is kind of just, you know, you're this pop dude trying to make it in the rap game. Um, what are you going to say now? Yeah. Right. I-, I think that Drake's thing is going to try to fix his image so he doesn't, so he's not just another rapper. You know, like Lil Wayne may have six baby mamas or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, he, he handles it in a different way. And it's like, oh, I just am. And that's just the way it is. Most yeah. of these rappers have baby mamas and it's just like, whatever. Like, they do that. But Drake can't be looked at like any other rapper. It's You're part right. of his brand. And right. He needs right. to come out as a nice guy. He needs to be able to do a song like Nice For What and he's like, oh, Drake loves women. Like, you can't do that with custody. I mean, not custody. Like a, Having a hidden baby and a hidden baby mama? Or... I'm just mainly talking about the money. Oh, like, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> like, oh... What, Having what to financially... Huh? What do you call that? The money you give for... Uh, Child support. Child support. Child support. There you yeah. go. You can tell I don't have a <laughs> hidden baby out there. <laughs> 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 no little bins out there. Uh, uh, what's that word? Child support issues. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, dude, Drake. Drake's a little screwed. You know, his album is supposed to release, is scheduled to release this month. You know, along the whole lines of all these good music people releasing. So, right. you know, th- we will, we'll see how that goes. I think Drake is screwed in the short term. But when we talk about, like, how is he going to come back from this? Kanye West said that slavery was a choice. And he came and back. everyone still listened to the album. <laughs> right. There's, there's an unfortunate thing where, like, there is a sense of, like, any, any publicity is good publicity. And yeah. just having people talk about you is enough to, you know, get streams and all that. I guess. <laughs> hey, that's no, but, true. But like now that we know that he's bipolar, does that ex- that excuses some things? No, no. <laughs> Kanye's yes, been talking yes, crazy for as long as we've known Kanye, and he's he and, and any way you cut, he still said so many inexcusable things. And but it's not it, inexcusable if, if you've got bipolar. No, there are bipolar people that don't say some of the things that he says. Oh, I know. They say different things. Trust me. I, I, I lived with one of them, and I, I experienced that person saying some crazy, ridiculous things, and, and then them later not even necessarily remembering saying half the shit. Yeah. Like, but, like, like when you go through a manic episode, you, you're, you're literally not yourself. Mm-hmm. And him not taking his medication and him taking his medication irregularly, it, it, it makes it worse. Right. You know, because so, you get chemical imbalances. And... So, I mean, you know, I, I thought that was his issue. And, this, this, and I know we're not talking about Kanye yet, but the first song on that album is I Thought of Killing You or some shit like that. Yeah. And, I, and, and my friend who had the same issue said that shit to me. The exact same shit. I thought about killing you. So it's 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 the parallels to me to the symptoms that he's displaying publicly are very close to the ones that were displayed privately to me from someone that I knew who had the same issue. So, right. I, you know, I think, to me it adds some, some some credibility to him legit being sick. I I see it as like 
oh, this is why Kanye did the crazy thing. It's just that when Kanye's down, he still, he doesn't really atone for his things. Like, when Kanye does something crazy on Friday, when, when he's cool and you talk to him on Saturday, he still says, he still got the bravado and the, the arrogance, like, I'm Kanye West. And even though I did something crazy, it's because there's some truth to that. So he never, he never backs down. But I think when you're sick, you can't realize that there's things like that. I mean, we and don't he doesn't ex- have to back down. He's rich. He's Kanye West. You know, right. it's not like you're just some random person who says some crazy shit and all your friends and family say you're crazy. He's, he's rich. He has a bunch of people he feeds who he supports. So, you know, they're more likely to just go along with this than they are to challenge him. Yeah. So it's going to, you know, he's, and he's always been that egotistical asshole, even before he, he had this, this crazy episode, you know? So mm-hmm. if you kind of put those things together, it, it does make sense. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to justify what he said and saying what he said was right, but I, I understand how someone in that situation with those circumstances could go off the rails and say something like that. I get you. I understand. <laughs> well, on that note, let's let's go ahead and end the podcast because we don't want to get too far into Kanye. We could talk about that next week. Hey. Um, but I, I, I just gotta say I didn't like his verse on Daytona. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot all trash. about that. It was garbage. It was just Kanye talking about how uh, he's crazy. He could say whatever he wants, and I'm Kanye, and I got a bad bitch. That's all it was. Yeah. Really. On what would Meek do? do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kanye's verse was trash. <laughs> hey, I fuck with it though. You know why? He's just doing. He's just doing what Future do. Was Future the first one to do that? Oh yep. snap, dude! We, Future started a whole new thing again. No, again, no, you can't. You can't. You can't really give him credit like that because he all he did was say a Juicy J line in a weird way. Scoopy whoop! That shit is lit though. I, I do like it. Fuck it. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us today. Um, if you have any questions about the beef or anything like that, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. We will definitely respond. Um, you can find us on all social media. And if you just Google through the crate, through the crate, through the crate, through the crate, we are there. Um, anybody else have any last words? Free Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Didn't that already happen? Oh, shit. I got my wish already. Never mind. I'm good, Joe. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> All right. And we out this, motherfucks. Deuces.